0: Welcome to Nothing Confidential, the podcast. I'm Kristen Henke, your hostess with the mostest, guide from the side, and mistress of ceremonies. Together, we're about to explore and deconstruct the shame and stigma surrounding our sexuality. You heard that right, we're going deep on the topics of sex, relationships, spirituality, health, and everything else that impacts our ability to live, love, and orgasm freely. My hope is to shine a light on our shared experiences by normalizing taboo topics and empowering each of you to reclaim autonomy of your pleasure, your bodies, and your lives. You are now entering a judgment-free zone where I ask all the uncomfortable and embarrassing questions for you. Our unofficial mantra is be curious, not judgmental. So leave your inner prude at the door or strap her in tight because this is happening. Okay, so I saved a really funny card um, to do with you on this episode. So you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. I'm I'm not gonna read it to you beforehand. I'll read it to you when we're like on air.
1: <laughs> so oh, that you, okay, so okay. That you can
0: respond to it in real time. <laughs> okay. Great. I'm nervous. Just so I'm that like, you're I'm not nervous. prepared at all. No, it's so funny. Like it's gonna give us plenty to talk about for like the duration. Um, I am going to try, I've, I've got to get better at it. These asking for a friend ones are supposed to be 30 minutes long. And so far, I don't think I've done one under 40 minutes. So I'm going to try Okay,
1: <laughs> we <laughs> we can try it minute 30. Okay.
0: 15 minutes. So I'll just, help. yeah, we'll just be watching it. It'll be okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'll cut this. I'll cut this in when we do whatever, but anyways. Okay. You guys, <laughs> we're back. Nothing confidential. <laughs> the, the podcast. And... I had Ryan Flynn back on the show today. You may remember her from our pre-podcast launch surprise. I know you guys really enjoy that. Um, Ryan,
1: welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's so good to be back. Thank you for getting me out of the cave that you put me back into once we were done. I've been caged up in a cave. Somebody please help me. She keeps me locked up. Send vibrators and chocolate. Yeah, it's if I was a friendship slave, that would not be a terrible thing to be. Your friend, well, I think slave. Being my slave would be fine. I think you uh, just slave in general. You're saying, yeah, I could, I'd be okay with that. Probably because we know we know what it would entail. So, yeah, and I'm actually here for it. I've decided to change <laughs> my job. Uh, but yes, it is it is great to be back. I'm so excited to to do this. Asking for a friend, though, I'm kind of nervous <laughs> because, because she doesn't know I, what it is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm scared, but I, I'm I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling confident that together we can do anything, Kristen.
0: Agreed, agreed. Also, this is a very important episode because Why? at the time that this airs, it will be Valentine's Day. Uh. So this is a very special Valentine's Day episode of hashtag Asking for a Friend. Oh yeah, I saved <laughs> <it for> you.
1: <laughs> I'm so well. I'll be in Chicago when it airs. We can listen to it together and giggle. Yeah, it's actually, awesome. it's going to come out the
0: day before. So all of you Leslie Nope's out there, get your waffles and everything ready. It's going to drop mm-hmm. on the 12th and then Valentine's Day is the 13th. So you can yeah. wake up and celebrate with your friends. Ryan will be with me physically in Chicago on Valentine's Day. And... We are speaking this into existence from from the not so distant past. James, my daughter, will also be here, Earthside, for her very first Valentine's Day as well. Oh, How exciting. She's How exciting.
1: a baby. It's gonna be, she's gonna be real, tangible. Be real. Maybe still pink a little, mostly pink. It'll be pink. Yeah. She'll definitely she'll be, be pretty pink. and blonde and She'll look like just a little tiny Kristen. I'm so excited to meet her and shake her she's tiny, half, tiny hand. She's half Mike, so she could she could look yeah, half, but Mike's pretty could look too. Like Mike. Mike's beautiful. So yeah, it's, it's not really like your okay. baby. It's gonna be like, oh, that's Mike's ears. Oh God, you know, it's like no, Mike elf has ears. Great ears. I have well, elf <laughs> ears.
0: Mine are pointy. Mike's aren't. Mike has perfect ears. You have, well, there's I I a got slight little pointy point. ears. It's
1: <laughs> a slight point. It's not too bad though. It's not enough that it's like, oh, she's straight from Middle Earth, but. It, your genes, I feel like, will be molded beautifully together. That's it, the point.
0: <laughs> it is. Uh, that is That is the point. I also feel like, well, Mike has told you his theory about how people who are supposed to be together, like, they favor each other similarly, which there is science to back up the fact that we seek out our strongest genetic mate in order to reproduce therefore um mike and i do we do have some features and coloring and things that are similar so oh. therefore the baby should uh i mean hopefully she reflects that she could be a total rebel and come out you know dark and swarthy but we don't know
1: <laughs> she comes out gothic eyeliner and <laughs> <laughs> she's already like fuck the man <laughs> and you're like oh my god actually i feel like you'd be able to handle it perfectly because you have a you have plentiful fuck the man but you you look like a goddess, so it's just confusing. Those people. Thank you. People don't expect it. <laughs> they don't expect it. They're like, I mean, I love people like that.
0: But how long does it take to come out? It's like they see me, and I mm-hmm. feel like they want me to be you. like Christina Hendricks from Mad Men, and then they're like, Oh wait, that's not.
1: Well, you still have a lot of a lot of that, but you, it's. I think it, it's pretty fast. It's not yeah. like people are like, I wonder what she who she is. It's like you're <laughs> gonna know real fast who Kristen Anke is very quickly. Uh, was, there's not too much mystery uh, there, no. which is what I love about you. You're authentically yourself almost immediately,
0: immediately. Oh man, well I did ex- I didn't mean for this to turn into like a a, a self-esteem booster session, but thank you. The reason <laughs> I love Kristen number 38. Oh my god, I love you. I so brought much.
1: a list. You asked me to.
0: <laughs> you emailed me and I had time and told me to prepare.
1: Okay,
0: okay, yes. business time. Are you ready? <laughs> Business. I have a business socks. So I have I have two it, yeah, it's two questions that was written on the same that was submitted by the same person. Okay. So I figured that um in honor of Valentine's Day, just extra support for our lady friends uh is is appropriate and yeah. a great way to celebrate the okay. connection between Absolutely. all women. Okay. Question number one why do men get off so
1: quick? <laughs> Not a not so subtle roast on all of mankind. Great, starting <laughs> off strong. Let's keep going.
0: Um, that one just made me laugh. So hmm, we're not going to spend a ton of time on that, just because uh, the other one is um, much more in tune with Valentine's Day, and I don't want to spend too much time talking about dudes on Valentine's Day. Sure. However, I will say for our friend, um, who mm-hmm. we love and support, yes, there are multiple reasons why a man could be getting off too quickly. Uh, one is which, one of which is that he is going out with a loaded chamber and that is like, if you, if you're, if you're dating or you're not consistently engaging and, um, he just, he waits too long. The charge is too strong and he literally cannot help it. He's too excited like that. That's a thing. So a little rub and tug before the date would be great since, you know, yeah, that would help. Um, another thing could definitely be nerves. It could be an emotional, uh, nervous, anxious kind of situation. Um, in which case, you know, seeing a professional slash talking about your feelings, dispelling all discomfort and stuff up front and just being like, Hey, you know, there's no shame in that either. Dudes shouldn't be shamed for this stuff either. We should be able to chat about it and we, we shouldn't expect them to all to have it all together. Like that would be silly. Um, do you have thoughts on that, Ryan?
1: Um, yeah, obviously the question asker is hot as hell, mm-hmm. and girl, that's your fault. Stop being so freaking hot, okay? <laughs> Easy. Yeah, just, just solved. Stop being hot. Wear more sweatpants, okay? Don't walk <laughs> around the laundry. I found that honestly, for the most part, it's either dudes cannot, or they do very quickly. Um, but then you have the the all stars who are like there to party. Not party, but you know what I mean. Their,
0: their penis is there to have some fun.
1: They're there to while.
0: shook you all night long.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. They're there <laughs> to make an ACDC song your anthem for the night. Uh, so that's that's the only thought that I have really about that. Because for the most part, I haven't really nervousness. I feel like usually... Meow. Yeah. It's I'll not like, Yeah, exactly. So I'd say, girl, you really hot. Good for yeah. you. To hot I, pizza just, ass. I love it they're real excited. They're real excited.
0: Um, but like I said, it, it could be several things. So without knowing further detail, uh, I won't go, go off on a tangent about that too much, but let's just assume that, you know, maybe they're, they're just really excited and they need to, um, you know, address that, uh, in private before they come out so that the second round will be a little more sustainable, especially if you're like, in the 20 to 35 range like that's a, that's a normal problem to that's have. That's probably the most um, if you're over 50 and that's happening then potentially there is something to be looked into hormonally, physically, etc. So. Yeah. Just leave it at that, you know. I think that's
1: good. I think that's okay. probably the best the cool. best.
0: Just yeah. put a wrap on that one. <laughs> okay. Um so the second one and I I'm so excited to talk about this because it's Valentine's Day, so as a gift to all ladies, we're going to talk about Conolingus, aka oral oh, dictation.
1: My god. <laughs> Do I know why you chose this? One?
0: <laughs> all right, let's read it. I feel like I have a feeling why you chose this all one right, for me. Right. No, <laughs> we don't. We don't. We don't have to. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Pull it together. We did this last time. It's really hard on people's ears. We can't. Okay. Right. Right. Yes. Keep calm. Keep calm okay. for the recording sake. All right. Why are some men against eating out and how can I get him to be into it more or bring up what I want to receive? Love this question.
1: It's a great question. I'm going to let you go first because <laughs> you're, my,
0: you're my guest. You're the guest of honor. <laughs> Take On it here.
1: away, fi Oh my gosh. Thank you. Well, I think one reason men do not want to tackle this intimate act is because they're intimidated I mean, vaginas are intimidating. Um, and I think that where pleasuring a penis, there is a, an art to it. But at the end of the day, you go down, you work a little magic. For the most part, they're like, hey, it's a blowjob. This is awesome. For a woman, it is way, there are way more things that you need to worry about. I mean, you're maybe getting your hand involved. You're you're going for the clit. You're going for the G-spot. and a lot of men, it's it's intimidating. How, Maybe okay, I don't know that. where those things are. Yeah, exactly. Like, where are are they even real? Do they even know they exist? I mean, the like,
0: fabled clitoris. Where is it?
1: Which, oh my God, it, guys, get an anatomy book. But the point is, I feel like they're intimidated. A huge part of it is intimidation. Um, if you if you want to speak to that before we get into how to bring it up, what do you think? Sure.
0: Okay, so I think it's- <laughs>
1: This is the difference in our personalities.
0: Intimidation can definitely be a factor if you are, if they are inexperienced, um, if they have maybe gotten negative feedback in the past for their efforts, it, you know, maybe, or maybe it was something a lot of women have a hard time receiving oral because it's very vulnerable and you mm-hmm. have to really open up and be cool with somebody being all up in your business. It's super intimate. And that's really, really hard for a lot of women to receive, yeah. um, that goes way down deep. Into the worthiness stuff, the confidence stuff, like it hits a lot of us um, in a very vulnerable place. So, because of that, a lot of us don't, uh, we think that we don't enjoy it or we don't ask for it very much. And so, maybe it's something that isn't even that they haven't done that much. Like, may, depending on how old you are, um, how many partners you've had, like maybe that's something that they're, they haven't been required to do or asked mm-hmm. to do a lot. And so, they don't offer because it's not brought up often. It's like not. In their repertoire. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing I would say, other reasons why they are are against eating out. I'm gonna be straight. Some of it is that they are jackasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a little. There is a group of guys who don't feel like they should necessarily have to. <laughs> Yeah. uh, that's definitely a thing. And the second half, I'm not going to be as, as mean to them. Cause that's a small percentage. I'm going to say that right now, the, the group of guys who feel like they don't have to, or that they shouldn't be required. They're a very small group. And most of the women in this tribe are not dealing with those people. If you are DM me and we'll have a separate conversation about that. <laughs> we, need <to> talk. Um, <laughs> we need to talk, but the other group, um, it's probably that they aren't that into it in from like a taste and smell standpoint. Like, I'm just going to be honest with you. Some guys are freaked out by the box. They totally are. Um, they're good with all kinds of other stuff, but like, they're not down with the odor and they're not down with the the Mm. flavor and that kind of thing, which is fair, but should not keep them from doing it. And I'll tell you why sweaty balls. Oh, okay. Like there are plenty of times When I have come into contact with a penis and it did not smell or taste like the greatest thing ever. Um, and so that is a conversation. That's a conversation that needs to be had Mm -hmm. and we'll get into like how to approach that. And I definitely have some like things to kind of help work through this, Mm -hmm. but that's something that you have to accept as well. It might be something that they don't enjoy. And, um, yeah, that's just, that's something that you're going to have to like square off with. And then we talk about how to make it more enjoyable for both of you in order to make it happen more. Yeah, I agree.
1: And honestly, to piggyback when you were talking about men who just are jackasses, I think that almost falls into a category where there are men who are jackasses who do not care. And there are also men who have watched porn for a very long time. And at the end of the day, they don't realize it. It's their orgasm that's number one. And if they make, like, if they ask you at the end of any kind of session, did you come? It's not because they want to make sure you were pleasured, it's because. It helps their ego. It feeds their ego into thinking, oh, my God, I'm a God of a lover. And a lot of men, if they truly care about your orgasm, as an ex of mine from a very long time ago would say, lick it till it tastes good. And (laughs) so, which is a winner's mentality. Okay. And he, granted, I was, I'm hoping he's not talking about mine specifically, but he did mention this to me when I asked him, like, because he enjoyed it. But I do think that is something to consider, you know, societally you know, women have unfortunately aren't as important. And I think that includes mm-hmm. sexual needs as well. And so, I don't know, that's something no. to maybe consider there too.
0: Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a great point. Um, and we have, we have discussed that in little bits uh, throughout the show. I look forward to diving into that in its own episode, just about how porn culture definitely influences uh, how guys engage with us uh, and how, and what they think is normal. And so, I think it is helpful to go in assuming that they're not assholes that they yeah, have course. just been that they have just course. been mis miseducated and are maybe inexperienced or intimidated or a combination of all of the things. Yeah. Um. So, I do also.
1: Uh,
0: um. I can feel a, a pregnancy brain moment coming on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I will say while you gather yeah. that thought. Um. If you ladies, we won't, I won't touch on this very long at all, but, and there is ethical porn for sure. Um, a lot of men don't really care if it's ethical or not. They're just kind of like, you know, but the difference between a man who does not watch porn and a man who does is actually really crazy because the guy that I dated last did not watch porn at all. And so whenever we would, yes, I know whenever we would, um have sex or get intimate. It was unbelievable. It was so good. And it was so pure and there wasn't any kind of, I I didn't feel any kind of sexual projection, which is really reassuring. And you don't realize that you've been feeling that way until you you're with somebody who hasn't been watching.
0: So he was very present with your reaction and your pleasure instead of following kind of an invisible script. Yeah, exactly. Of basically trying to like hit all of these things that he has been taught to look for in an encounter. It was more individualized
1: to you. Yes, beautifully said for sure. That's awesome. Was- oh, I'm, I'm, that's, oh, I'm so excited for you. So excited <laughs> for you.
0: Um, but that I did remember what I was going to say, and yeah. that's that there are, um, and we talk about this all the time. Like there, there, are, there are two camps of of guys, and or I don't even want to say just. Guys, because it could be, I mean, quote unquote guys, but like there are plenty of couples that involve, you know, other genders as well. So when it's just if if the person being gone down on is a woman and that seems to be um, the issue, I, I want to be inclusive of everyone who is participating. But I think that there are some people who genuinely love it. And then there are some who don't love it as much. And you have to work to deal with that. Just like I know plenty of girls who legitimately, they're like, I love giving head. I love it. It like makes me feel like an all star. I'm good at it. He loves it. I love that he loves it. I'm super into it. And then there are girls who are like, eh, I could definitely do without that. But I know that he likes it. So I work on it. And that, and I'm gonna, I'll be super honest. That's the camp that I'm in. Like, I love a good penis for sure. Um, I love, I love it, I love it. However, when it comes to giving head, I'm just kind of like, eh. You, I mean, you do. You have to like make sure they stay on top of manscaping, and you have to make sure you know you got to deal with the hair and the balls and all the things. And it's like, eh, like I could do without that in my life, but it's something that I know that they love, and so I have worked on. Specifically, I said they. I have worked on it for my husband. I am I'm <laughs> dealing with one the penis. several husbands that hey, you- there's totally, you know, we are we are non-judgmental up in this space. Yep. I personally only interact with one penis and I love that penis and the person it's attached to very much. Therefore, I have done a lot over the years to make sure that he is experiencing optimal pleasure from that situation. But like I've also known Guy, like i had a partner who was really into giving oral and literally, literally word for word said that I tasted so good, he wished that he could have me with eggs for breakfast. <laughs> wow, okay. Wouldn't have paired it with eggs. I wish he'd gone with like truffle oil or something more exotic, but the point remains <laughs> that he really enjoyed it. Whereas, um, they when I got pussy
1: with hash browns, that's right. Girl smothered, <laughs> smothered,
0: smothered and capped. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Waffle getting worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, in other words, it was very positive. Like that's just some of its chemical as far as like who smells really good to you and like, and who doesn't sometimes it has to do with your diet. Sometimes like it can have a lot of things. And then I met my magical husband who I am with, who is one of those guys who is not that into eating out girls. And that's, it's not, that's just across the board. Like he is a phenomenal human being, a very giving partner, but like he just isn't that into eating out girls. And to be fair, Um, when I met him, we obviously were younger, you know, it's like he, he hadn't done it that often. And so there wasn't a lot of experience either. He was out of college and, you know, learning the way of everything. And we had to have a conversation where it was like, Hey, I get that. Maybe you don't love this. Um, I also don't particularly love it, but you love it. Therefore it's important. And we had to communicate where it was like, I'm going to need you, like, we're going to do whatever we need to do to make this as pleasant for you as possible, because it is important to me to be able to receive this. And so for us, it would be like, I would do... Um, I wouldn't go crazy, but it's like, if I come back from the gym, of course, I'm going to hop in the shower and be super fresh before I expect something like that. I am also, for me personally, this is a personal preference. I like to keep it, you know, pretty like bare hardwood floors down there. So it's like I, you know, keep, keep up, keep up the maintenance so that it's easy to access. There's no like barrier to entry, et cetera. Um, And then another thing that I really, really love, and I will plug them in the show notes, is um, Woo for Play is a lube that I found. It is an all-natural, it's a coconut lube, but they put um, a little bit of natural vanilla and a tiny bit of natural stevia in the oil and it doubles as a massage oil but it smells incredible and it tastes kind of like vanilla cake batter and you can slather that on all of the things and it just it takes everything up a notch so like there are very practical things you can do to make the experience more pleasurable if you were not born on this earth to like eat pussy so
1: could you put the lube on a nice breakfast of your vagina and eggs? Would you say, or do you think yeah. that's a little too? Uh, I <laughs> think a, a
0: bacon pairing would also be appropriate to just like, oh bacon and be great. some
1: of that salt, yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thoughts,
1: that's just thoughts Ryan? On, I think on,
0: on communicating and asking for for what you want.
1: Well, I mean, I think that's perfect, and really, like, I, I don't know if you'd want to get into it, but asking if and this is asking for them to be vulnerable, but is there a reason that you do not want to do this? Is there anything that you feel I can improve upon? Because constructive criticism is important when you're being open sexually. And if he's like, yeah, uh, I need you to be more like a hardwood floor kind of situation. You can be like, cool. That's an easy fix. Or if he's like, yeah, the, the sand, I don't know, maybe I just want you freshly showered. That's okay too. You know, if, if, you're you don't want to give them space to be vulnerable when then they tell you something like, you know, I would like you to shower immediately You'd be like, fuck out you know, yeah uh, you're giving them the space. So and at the, in the same, they obviously need to be open to your any kind of constructive criticism. But I think like as you preach all day, being super open, you know, about what it is that you want, why you want it and making sure that I would say that there's a little bit of production that goes into it, too. Uh, Whenever they do do it, you need (laughs) to make them realize it is like the, oh my God, it feels so good. Oh yeah.
0: Positive reinforcement will get you everywhere. Um, But just to expand upon what you said, because it's really important what you just said about opening that space to communicate, but then also like being prepared once you invite them into that space, being prepared for whatever they might suggest and Mm -hmm. not, you know, not being overly sensitive and getting your feelings hurt. Um, I think that's definitely super key, you know, where you're like, Hmm. Cause I do think figuring out what the, what the issue is, is important. So like for this question asker, all we know is that you're potentially having trouble getting them to like, he seems to be against eating you out, but you don't know why. So that would be something where I would sit down and just be like, Hey babe, like I, because I care about you and the quality of our relationship and our sex and all these things, like I would very much enjoy receiving more oral um, but I get the feeling that that is not something that you enjoy that much. And I was wondering if, if we could talk a little bit around like what would make it more enjoyable for you yeah. as well, so that they have the opportunity to share if it's like a texture thing, if it's a scent or a flavor thing, um, or if it's just something that they don't feel comfortable doing. And then you kind of have, you know, the information to, to work, to work on
1: together. Yeah. Um, you can always I walk will, them through it too. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a sexy thing to do. Like telling them what to do,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know? Yeah. Indicate
0: to them, uh, the rhythm, the, the direction, whether it's up or down or circles or sides, or you can always suggest the whole, like tracing your name or alphabet or like whatever it is. You can also point them to, um, to resources that will help send them to, you know, come as you are or, uh, you, there's a, there's a bunch of them. I'm reading that one that, right now. That's why that came to my brain. Um, mm-hmm. but there's a bunch of different pleasure based books that can help them because that isn't something that they're educated on. Most dads don't take their sons out fishing and give them a lesson on how to, you know, find the clit and give people oral. Like that doesn't normally come up in their education. So sure. just, just making an open, safe space to talk about it, to give feedback, to ask questions. Um, though a couple of this is a guideline that I'm going to put out there for the partner, um, be you a guy, a gal, or otherwise, if you are the one who is doing the going down on and you guys are having conversations when that person opens up and is like, Hey, could you like tell me a little bit more about why you don't like doing this as much or like what's going on? It is, I'm, this is my podcast so I can say whatever I want. This is my opinion. You are a jerk if you comment on the smell of your lady's box because vaginas are self-cleaning. They are self-maintained. Like, yes, right after the gym. That's an obvious. If you're like, hey, babe, like, I would just love it if you jumped in the shower after the gym. That's fair. You can actually say that without being like, well, your box stinks. Like, that's... There's a way to do it. But there is an odor, like it is very natural to have an odor. It varies with what it smells like. Like unless there is a colored discharge and a intensely fishy smell, that is probably BV or something that needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. But aside from those two health signs, it's normal for there to be um, some sort of odor associated with a vagina. Like... So I just think it's very important that people understand, like, do not go commenting on somebody's scent specifically, like make sure that you are not being, um, hurtful or overly specific. There is a kind way to communicate things (laughs) without being insulting because that's, it's hard. It, that is hard on self-esteem because it's not something that can be controlled. You can't just like, Change three things and like fix how your vagina smells if there's
1: an odor involved. So, yes, I, I mean, think that's important to say. It's not, it, yeah, somebody giving you that space is not permission to be like, Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Your vagina smells like a dump truck mm-hmm. on a summer day in India. Like, that's it's like, wow, that was you. I feel like you had that prepared. Not, yeah. But I will <laughs> say, there are the occasions, uh, I had an ex who, um, he loved he he had no issue going down on the girl that he had been seeing his, his ex-girlfriend at the time. And, uh, and she, he stopped. And when she approached him, like, why did you stop? He said, it, it was a smell issue. And as it turned out, a tampon, an old tampon was still in her vagina, which was causing obviously like some serious issues and, and it smelled bad. And so there might, if it's, if it's at that point where she might have BV or you might have BV, and you should notice it cuz the this the odor should not be so foul you can smell it when you're standing there yeah
0: you That's shouldn't be issue. able to smell yourself like without inserting fingers and sniffing them like you should not be able to smell yourself when you like go pee or anything like that so if you are like a lot of times if you're having issues um that are um what's the word bacteria related Mm -hmm. or whatever, like you're going to smell it. It's going to waft up from the deep. So, (sighs) so know that, know that just,
1: you know, we're just covering all the, all the bases. (laughs) Yeah. So if you haven't noticed it and somebody says something really shitty, like, you know, whatever, then that's kind of just, that's just crude and mean, but there might be times where you could have BV and it's hard. Just make sure they don't come at you you know, like a bullfighter, but they're, they're delicate. Like, like Kristen said, like I'm also suggesting it's not permission to be a total fucking dick. Right. Um, it's just permission to be honest. Yeah.
0: It's Cause when sick. I, yeah, when I had this conversation with my husband, I was okay. like, Hey, I don't particularly love sucking your dick after you've been out doing construction. Like your balls stank, like take a shower like that, but that's not a personal affront. I'm not saying like your personal scent is repulsive to me. (laughs) I'm saying you were sweaty and sticky. So just like, think about where those are about to be and like jump in the shower real quick. And then everything is golden. Like that's all good. I also am not a fan of getting ball hairs stuck in my mouth. So like I keep my stuff clean downstairs, Mm. keep your stuff cleaned up downstairs that, but that's, that's our relationship again. This has to, it has to work for both partners. You both need to feel safe communicating in the space and you both need to be able to ask for what you want. He felt comfortable, you know, sharing with me that he does have a preference about my body hair. He does appreciate hardwood floors, which fortunately for him, I also like that. So that works out. I don't mind doing that. I don't feel like he's being a jerk by asking for that. Like that's just what he likes. And I Mm -hmm. also like that. So that's fine. But then I also like clean, kept brush. So he makes an effort to do that as well. So it's a two-way situation. It's not him being male chauvinistic or anything like that. So you guys just need to make sure that you feel good about your body and what's being expected of it and that they feel good and everyone is being respectful and kind and loving and all of those things.
1: Perfect. Could not agree with you more. Oh, anything else for Valentine's day?
0: I'm just
1: so happy. Thank if if it's Valentine's Day, I'm gonna take this <sighs> opportunity to say, Kristen. I'm so glad that you're a friend of mine. For any ladies listening, thank a friend and be specific. Thank you for being there for me when I, you know, I don't know, tried to jump off a building because I took too many mushrooms. Like uh, whatever it is, uh, to show them that you really care. You know, give okay. give them a nice little candle. Get them well, a nice guest or something.
0: There's nothing. There is nothing like girlfriends like i definitely i'm so grateful that i grew up past that point of you know all the bullshit lies you're kind of fed where it's like well sometimes like you just can't be girl friends with girls girls are catty girls are complicated yeah. girls are all these things um there's always a wound speaking whenever somebody says that whenever someone's like oh yeah i grew up and like i only had i just get along better with guys like that's not a reason to throw somebody under the bus, but it is, um, a reason to inquire deeper into why that is and what kind of, uh, injuries they may have sustained from mothers or sisters or girlfriends in the past. Um, it's, it's such a gift to be able to connect and be deeply supported and, uh, witnessed by, by sisters and friends and women. And I'm just right. I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for Thanks you. for being in my life,
1: and oh, making yeah. me
0: feel like 100 all the time.
1: Oh, my God. You're the most welcome. And thank you for having me on. This was so fun. Well, I we hope, hope it was this- helpful.
0: Yeah, we hope we hope this uh, gave you guys something to talk about. Send us your DMs. Send us your questions, your thoughts, your concerns. If you have specifics that you would like to get into, feel free to, to send those along, and I will give more specific feedback. But I think that's a good broad spectrum um, to get the conversation started on how to improve slash ask for more oral sex. Mm, perfect. Nice. Bye. <laughs> hey thank you so much for hanging in there and listening with an open and curious heart i hope this conversation has inspired educated and entertained you or at the very least shaken things up in a productive way and voskamp says that shame dies when stories are told in safe places so please share rate and review sending you love and dark chocolate talk soon <laughs>